Whether it's palm trees or plumerias, nothing says Florida paradise like tropical plants and trees. Unfortunately, nothing says paradise lost like watching those beautiful blooms wither. Welcome to Janae's Tropicals, the show that helps you get your green thumb back for good. Find Janae's online at tropicalfruit.com. And now your host, Janae. Good morning. I'm Janae with Janae's Tropicals, and it is a beautiful day out. Thank you, God. This is awesome. And love my Saturdays, and I love this show. And it's just a, a, a pleasure to be on Tampa Bay's Christian Talk Radio, WTBN 570 and 910. Again, I'm happy to be here. And hopefully I can give you some great garden tips. And um, today we're going to talk about avocados and a few other things. But I think avocado, um, talking about avocados is a really good topic because people have a lot of questions. And um, and really they're... With a few tips, I mean, they're they're easy to grow, and, and they're such a healthy fruit. So, um, and then also, um, I'm going to mention this a couple times, we have a, a bonsai workshop at the nursery this Saturday, 10.30 until 3.30. And I have some wonderful friends from the Suncoast Bonsai Society joining me, and we just make a, a real fun day out of it in the uh, patio area at my garden center. And everyone is welcome. There's no admission. We just in, encourage you, bring your family um, or come as an individual, bring your children. And we, we just make a fun day out of... Um, like bonsai demonstrations as, as far as potting and uh, potting properly and uh, wiring and grooming um, uh, bonsais. And we have a lot of really, really cool, uh, we call them pre-bonsai. They're um, like we have dwarf pomegranates and uh, dwarf pyracantha, which get a, a bright red fruit on them. Uh, little elm trees, uh, fuki and teas, um, all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, if you would like, you're welcome to uh, select a pre-bonsai, and we'll show you how to pot it up. We have a lot of beautiful bonsai pots, and uh, we'll get we'll get you on your way, and we'll teach you how to um, raise it successfully. Um, just uh, through the years, I've been doing this for many, many years, uh, about 24 years. And uh, so many people come in and say, oh, I was given a bonsai as a gift, and I killed it. And it's very sad, but I've heard it so much I kind of giggle. I think you have to knock off a few before <laughs> you you know you get the the hang of it. So that's that's not uncommon. However, um, we are we are here to give you great guidance, and we want you to be successful with your first bonsai. And if you have a bonsai in that already that you've had for a few years, and maybe it's not looking great. Or, or you need help uh, potting or rewiring, or maybe, maybe the bonsai has just gone crazy and the growth is going everywhere. Bring it in. We have some great friends, again, from the Suncoast Bonsai Society, and we'll help you give your bonsai a haircut. And um, the plant will probably love it. So anyway, it's at my nursery at 6831 Central Avenue. In St. Petersburg, and is very easy to get to. My number is 727-344-1668. You're welcome to call. 
Again, no admission, bring the family. And if you would like to print out a map, where well, you could do a map quest, but uh, also visit us online at tropicalfruit.com. And then I actually have a little map button. You can press it and then uh, print out directions. So we hope to see you there. It's really, really a lot of fun. So, And then you can stroll the nursery. Just ignore the weeds. And actually, if you do purchase something... I'll send a, home, a few home with you, too, so I don't have to wait as much. <laughs> so, anyway, so let's talk about those avocados. Around 1793, Don Francisco introduced the avocado to Hawaii. And the funny thing is when, well, let's say Don just traveled all around, but when he got to Hawaii... Unbeknownst to him, they already had avocados there. So it's, you know, and that's how a lot of the fruit has spread throughout the world. Somebody will will visit an island or uh, Southeast Asia and they'll just load up the fruits and seeds and, and they'll make their way all the way to Florida and uh, they'll bring with them um, different types of orange uh, seedlings from... Um, Spain, and it's just really neat, just uh, studying the history on how the fruits have traveled across the world. So, anyway, um, there are several, well, actually many types of uh, avocados that grow well here. And should we call them avocados or alligator pears because of their rough skin? That's kind of neat, too. Or aguacate. <laughs> There's a, they, they go by many, many names. It just depends on what region you're fr- from. Um, and anyway, uh, the uh, avocados are, they actually have a lot of uh, close relatives like the bay, your bay tea tr- uh, tree, like um, such as where you get your uh, bay leaves from that you put in your spaghetti. is bay laurel nobilis. They're in the avocado family. Uh, your laurels, your camphor trees. Um, and your cinnamon, they're all very closely, closely related to each other. And they, they actually make beautiful, beautiful trees. Most avocado trees do get very large, so you need to uh, plan accordingly when you're planting them because they, they need a lot of space. But the neat thing is, too, avocados do have different growth habits. Some are tall and thin, some are a little shorter and quite wide. And uh, there, there are many, many, many variations of avocados. And in Florida, we can grow so many great varieties. And there are, there are basically three types, your uh, West Indian avocados, your Mexican avocados, and your Guatemalan avocados. And most people really don't know that, and that's okay. They just want an avocado that tastes good. So... <laughs> But um, it, 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 this does have importance. It depends what region you're in because some of the trees are much more cold tolerant. So when you are shopping for avocados, come see me again because I can give you great guidance on which to purchase. Um, your um, Guatemalan and your Mexican avocados are the most cold tolerant. The uh, Mexican avocados will grow all the way to North Carolina, and they will hold up to the frost very, very well. And uh, avocados are so healthy for you, so it's it, every, everyone should have one. So the um, the Guatemala or the West Indian are a little more tender, and you generally find those 
in southern Florida, like um, the Miami Homestead area. And a lot of the Guatemala or West Indian varieties are, are very tender, but they're very heavy producers, and they're used commercially. So we, we can grow a lot of great varieties here. Uh, one, one of my very favorites is uh, one called Brogden. It's a very small, beautiful black avocado, and it, it looks like a shiny, small uh, black eggplant hanging on the tree. And the tree is very, very cold tolerant. So if, if you were, I, I know this show uh, covers five counties, but if, if you're north of the Tampa Bay area, um, you could go with a Brogdon avocado. Um, there is the uh, Florida Haas. We have our own Haas variety that does very well. And if you like the really nice, big uh, football-shaped avocados, there's a terrific one called Choquette. That one reaches 24 to 40 ounces. The uh, tree is good to about 26 degrees. However, the Brogdon, the Brogdon can go all the way down to uh, 20, 22 degrees. So that one would be a great one for the northern counties. One question I have a lot is, Will my avocado tree bear by itself, or I do need do I need two trees to cross pollinate with each other? Well, that's a very good question. Um, and another thing I hear on occasion, not that often, but um, I've had an avocado tree for many, many years, and I never get any fruit. Well. You just might need a pollinator. If you're buying a tree from a nursery, most of the time they have, it's called an AB flower type, so you can be ensured that you will have fruit. Uh, Now if you're growing a seedling, an avocado from a seed, which is very easy, it just takes quite a while to produce, but it will. Um, The problem with that, um, you, you never know what you're going to get. So you may put your eight or nine years in, and then finally your tree will start blooming, but you may not have fruit. So um, you might need a pollinator for that. But the thing is, unless you have the the bloom identified, whether it's A or B, or we'll call it male or female, um, you you really don't know what you have. But the good thing is, uh, if you do have a big, beautiful tree that you've grown from seed and you really want that fruit, you might consider planting another one, perhaps a Brogdon. The Brogdon is a very, very good pollinator, and that would give you two types of avocados anyway. So um, avocados are, are just so tasty and so healthy. To me, they're, they have a buttery, nutty flavor, and there are, there are some that are better than others. Um, but as I say, the Brogdon's great, the Choquette is great, uh, and believe it or not, you can grow the California Haas here. Um, it, it's been in the in Florida for quite a few years now, and it produces beautiful, beautifully. I have to enunciate my words. <laughs> um, anyway, it, it does very well here. Plus, we have our own version called the Florida Haas, which is actually a a, a Haas seedling that um, was cultivated many years ago, and that has done very well. And then you have Day, which is uh, a great avocado to me that has sweeter meat. And then there's Lula, which is a smaller, rough-skinned uh, commercial variety. So, And it's endless. I bet you had no idea that you could grow all these avocados. Well, you can. Um, and uh, let's see. The avocados are, are very healthy for you. Um, they're extremely high in potassium. They have uh, many 
Many vitamins and minerals are actually high in protein and uh, very low in cholesterol, if any. And uh, many people might think as avocados as fattening, but um, they're actually pretty good for you and very, very healthy. So I'd rather, um, well, we won't go there. <laughs> Avoca- All right, avocados are very, very healthy. So a question is um, that I that I have a lot is about how do I know when an avocado is ready to pick? Because the green varieties, uh, when when they're hanging in the tree, it's very difficult to tell. Well. It, it would help if you kind of knew what variety you have, and then you can get a general idea of the, the size are, are, they're supposed to grow. Um, the avocados ripen uh, better off the tree, so um, I would pick a few that look nice and, and big and full and um, just give them a, a couple of weeks. Um, It takes a little while to ripen. Some people put them in a brown paper bag, and and this um, helps them ripen a little quicker. But uh, And the black ones, such as the Haas, Florida Haas, um, there's one called Fuerte, which is strong. Um, And the Brogdon, they'll, they'll turn very, very black. And uh, in the supermarket, when I when I see them, they tend to pick them early and let them ripen off the tree, and they ripen pretty well. So um, they uh, to retard browning, um, if, if you cut them open and you eat half the fruit, uh, I always add like a little lime or uh, lemon juice, and this helps uh, retard like premature ripening and browning. And uh, there are so many fun things you can make with avocados, too. My, my girls and I, my daughters, we make, um, when we have our tropical fruit tasting in July, we always try to come up with fun dishes. And besides guacamole, which is wonderful, uh, we, we made avocado popsicles, which was a lot of fun. We, we mixed avocados and, and whipped cream and um, a little sugar, and it was a funny concoction, but Boy, were they good. <laughs> we certainly enjoyed them. So uh, when, uh, I get so many questions. Where do I start? Um, a lot of people are concerned about the size of a tree. They love an avocado, but, but they're afraid the tree is going to get massive. And, yes, some of them do. Some of them can get a trunk two feet across. But there is a, um, a great variety called uh, Wurtz, W-U-R-T-Z. And I've also seen it called or heard it called uh, Little Cotto. It's a, a small California type avocado, but the tree does very, very well here. It's very productive. It has a nice little fruit about the size of a Haas. And the great thing is the tree is very small. It may grow to 10, 12 feet. And however, it's even though it's small, you can keep it topped or pruned down a little to keep it even smaller. So um, they're in demand. Um, and the tree is, is fairly cold tolerant, so we, we actually ship a lot of the smaller trees. And people grow them in containers like in the Jacksonville area or or up north if they want to be the only one on the block with an avocado. <laughs> they grow it in a, a large container. So, And that's a lot of fun. What, an avocado tree in New York? Are you kidding? Well, <laughs> you could be the only one. So, But... Um, a lot of people love growing avocados from seed 
for the fun of it, and they're very easy to grow, and, and that's a great project for the kids, too, um, to watch it grow. And it's just so simple. You eat your avocado, um, clean your seed off, put a few toothpicks around the seed, and you get a styrofoam cup or, a, or actually a, a glass cup, and then you can watch the roots grow. And um, submerge it halfway to three-quarters of the way, the seed halfway to three-quarters of the way under. And within a very short time, you will see just roots developing. And um, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a, a great little project. Down the road, when you have a nice uh, root system, you can either put the tree Oh, let's back up a little bit. Okay, you have your roots, and then they should sprout fairly quickly. And then after your your plant gets about a foot, put it into maybe a six-inch container and then grow it out somewhat. And eventually, I mean, you could put it in the ground. It would would make a very fast, um, beautiful tree. Uh, Because the tree is not grafted, uh, like, like we sell grafted trees, and there's a lot of advantages to that. However, all you have to do is just put the time in, and six, eight years down the road, your tree hopefully will start producing. And, I mean, you may end up with um, just something really wonderful. Uh, most most of the time, and there's not a problem with avocados. They grow not exactly true from seed, but you still end up with a, a really great fruit. Advantages to having a grafted tree um, you can select your um, the, the variety that you want. Um, generally, it's a hybrid that uh, does really well here with a superior fruit. Um, you can uh, you can choose the cold tolerance, um, such as if you're in southern Florida. I mean, you could you could go with really any variety, but if you're in North Florida, you want something very cold tolerant. Um, you can select uh, the variety and the the growth habit. Of the tree, the showcats are the giant football-shaped avocados that I, I talked about earlier. They grow to 25 feet, so they're a little shorter, but they're very, very wide. So they're a short, wide, beautiful tree with football-sized fruits. They, they get really big. And then the Brogdon, which is the little black, shiny one, is great for a corner. They get very tall. They might grow to 30 feet, but they're narrow. They won't get as wide, so they don't take up as much space. So you actually have a lot of choice. Um, This time of the year, you might see um, brown spotting on top of the leaves of your avocado and wonder what that is. It's a very common problem this time of the year. It's not a bad problem, but uh, if you flip up the leaves and look underneath, you might see black speckling. And if you look closely, you might see a little tiny black fly with uh, like a shimmery wings. Uh, they're very small. However, the evidence um, that will draw your attention is the big brown spots on top of the leaf. So, And it's a simple problem called black fly. Uh, they breed and lay their eggs underneath the leaves. And you can spray for it. A lot of people just let the leaves drop. Or if you sprayed for it, you could use like neem oil or bite the bullet and use a malifying oil. However, a, a good thing is at this time of the year, a lot of the trees come into blossom. And when avocado trees come into blossom, they shed a lot of leaves. 
So again, uh, you know, that's a good point because I have people who come into the nursery and they'll say, oh, my tree is shedding all of its leaves. Is it dying? And I'll say, no, it's wonderful. It's coming into flower and hopefully you'll get fruit. So that's that's a good thing. So don't be alarmed. You could spray or not spray. Regardless, your tree will probably drop all of those leaves that look diseased. So I'm going to take a little diversion away from the avocados and mention the bonsai workshop again. We have a fun thing that we do several times a year, and we have our bonsai workshop, and that's where we invite our friends from the Suncoast Bonsai Society in, and they're so wonderful and so gracious, and they volunteer their time, and they help me, and um, they're there to help you, too, and we just have a fun day in the, the courtyard at my nursery at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg, and actually, I'm right on Central before Treasure Island Beach. So when you're done with me, go to the beach and have a nice day. My phone number is 727-344-1668. And we also have a fun website. My uh, website address is tropicalfruit.com. Actually, I have a map button. If you click on it, you can print out directions to get to the nursery. So the Bonsai Workshop is free. We just welcome everybody to come in. I mean, you're welcome to watch a demonstration or you can bring your existing bonsai if you need help troubleshooting or if you need help pruning or if you're just not sure which direction to to take its haircut. Um, we'll give you a hand with that and give you some good advice. We also have a lot of pre-bonsai that um, ha- haven't really been trained to any extent um, a lot of them flower, which are fun, and we have small fruiting pre-bonsai. We have dwarf pomegranates, uh, pyrocantha, which get a red fruit. Um, we have flowering like fuki and tea and uh, bougainvillea, um, just all kinds of fun things. Little elm trees, Texas ebony, there's so many fun things. And you can bonsai a lot of different things. As you walk around your yard and you really get into this, you'll start like Looking at your shrubs and (laughs) picturing them as a big bonsai is very addicting. It's a good, dirty habit. It's just wonderful. And you just need to get in there and play in the dirt. Play with your bonsais. Have fun. Bring them inside the house. Bring them outside the house. Give them haircuts and wire them. And so get the kids involved, too. That's, That's really a good hobby for them. So... Anyway, we've been uh, talking about avocados today, and um, again, there are so many varieties of avocados that you can grow here, and uh, with with just a, a few simple steps, and um, um, you can, you can easily grow your own avocado in your yard and and have them fruit successfully for many many years. That's that's one of the many things I love about fruit trees. They give back to you for many, many years. And they make great gifts, too, because it's just not something that will die off within a few years. And believe it or not, avocado trees can live 100 years and and possibly beyond that. So, um, And they're a good investment, too. Just, I mean, they'll give back to you. They provide food for the table. And and you can share them with everybody and set up your own avocado stand. (laughs) That's so much fun. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, I'm Janae with Janae's Tropicals, and I hope you have a wonderful Saturday. You're listening to Tampa Bay's Christian Talk Radio, WTBN 570 and 910. And again, have a wonderful day, and come see me, tropicalfruit.com. Profile America, Saturday, February 18th. Many of us are aware of the happily demented people who belong to polar bear clubs and delight in jumping into freezing waters at this time of year. Some equally hardy people actually go surfing in the winter. Today, the 44th Annual New England Midwinter Surfing Championship will be held at the Town Beach in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Prizes and trophies will be awarded in a number of events for all age categories. Surfing, most of it done in warmer weather, is popular wherever there are waves. And those serious about it spend a lot of time and money to find the right board. Surfboards are among the $12.5 billion worth of sporting and athletic equipment made in the U.S. each year. You can find more facts about America from the U.S. Census Bureau online at census.gov. 